0: Good morning and welcome to Sunday Morning with Love in Action. I am Ken Tuck. Thank you for joining me today. I am so thankful to be here for more than one reason. (laughs) I'm just always thankful to be able to share the Word of God. That's always a blessing. But I'm also thankful to be here because I had a bad illness recently and God pulled me through it and it just makes me even more thankful for the goodness of our God. And that's going to be the topic of our time together today. And before we get into that message, let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. Abba, Father, we, we praise you. We thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have given us. And we're going to be happy and be glad in it, Lord. We're going to just lift up your praises today, Father God. And thank you for another day to live for you, another day to get to know you better. Father, you are so awesome. You are so good. Your mercies never end, and we praise you for for that, Lord. We praise you for just who you are. God, we often thank you for the things that you do in our lives, and we should. But God, we need to stop and just thank you for who you are. You are Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth and all that's within it. You are our loving Father who is full of mercy and grace. You are just. You are loving. You are forgiving you gave us your son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, you are You are Lord of all. And we want to praise you for that. For whether people recognize you as Lord or not, you are still Lord of all. And my prayer is that people will realize who you are, the one and only Son of God, the one and only Messiah, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one who came here to earth from heaven to live a perfect life, to take our sins to the cross and to pay the price that we could not pay so we can have forgiveness of sins. You are the one who rose from the dead and the only one who has risen from the dead and ascended to heaven and is at the right hand of the father to live and to reign forever, to give all who believe eternal life. So Lord, we praise you. Thank you so much. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for this time together that we can open up your word and talk about your goodness. Lord, my prayer is that this message will bring encouragement to people today. Lord, I I pray that if there's anyone out there who don't know you, that today will be their day of salvation. And Father, we just again thank you. We love you. We praise you. And it's in your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. To start out this message on the goodness of God, I want to testify and thank people for their prayers Last weekend I ended up in the hospital due to an infection and it's not an unfamiliar infection to me. Uh, back in 2015 I had a medical procedure done and it caused an infection which turned out to be E coli and back in 2015 it it almost killed me. I almost went home to be with Jesus, but God had other plans obviously and I recovered. It took 3 months. recover from that this time the E. coli infection was not as severe and I am so thankful for that but it was pretty rough the weekend was rough and a lot of people were praying and I want to just thank everyone who knew about this who were praying I know our friends here at the joy fm went on the air and asked people to pray and the joy fm family prayed and I, I can't say thank you enough and people literally around the world were praying. And I tell you, when you're going through a time like that, or any kind of rough moment in your life, and people are praying, you can feel it. You can feel those prayers. And I just can't say thank you enough for everyone who was praying. God heard your prayers. Brother Mark Giles, station manager here at the Joy FM. We're He couldn't get into the emergency room on that Friday when I was there because, you know, the whole COVID thing. So he was outside in the parking lot praying for me. He wouldn't leave until he finished praying for me. And, you know, just things like that mean so much. And you can just really feel those prayers. And God definitely heard those prayers. And as I was going through the fevers and just all the sickness, you know, it was in, the infection was in my blood as well as uh, in my urine. So I, I was septus and going through all of that, plus remembering what I went through uh, back in 2015, there was a, an opportunity for fear to creep in, but Martha and I didn't give fear a chance. You know, we just stayed focused on God and he, he is so faithful. He is so faithful and he is so good. That's why I want to talk about the goodness of God, and I, and I do pray that it brings encouragement to anyone out there who's going through a tough time, no matter what it is, whether it's sickness or it's finances or it's relationships or whatever it is. Let me assure you, God is good, and if we stay focused on Him, then we're going to see the goodness of God in our lives. And through, through that weekend, we, we saw God's goodness at every turn, even in the the nurses at Southeast Health, and let me let me just say a thank you to that nurse and staff on the fifth floor, y'all rock. <laughs> they were so good and, and each nurse that we talked with, uh, because one thing Martha and I want to know is do you know Jesus because that's the most important thing. We could ever ask somebody, and each one of those nurses were believers. And matter of fact, one of them said, "Your voice is familiar," <laughs> and I said, "Do you listen to the Joy FM?" She said, "Yes." I said, Ken Tuck with eleven action minutes. Said, that's it. That's it." So it, it was. It was a comfort to know that that there was believers uh, who were part of my medical care and just saw God move and and bring encouragement through those those tough times. And during the week of recovering. Again, seeing God move, seeing the goodness of God. So those who are are going through a tough time, just lean on God and you will see the goodness of God. You will experience the goodness of God in your life. And before we get into scripture, because we're going to be in Psalms chapter 27 today. So you can go ahead and get out your Bible, turn to Psalms chapter 27. But before I start reading from it, I wanted to play a song. It's a powerful song I'm sure many of you, most of you are are familiar with, but it's called Goodness of God, and it's by Bethel Music and Jen Johnson, and it's such a powerful song. After I started recovering from this last bout with the E. coli, this song just hit me, and it just gave me so much encouragement, and actually I was in the kitchen, and, and I had my Joy FM app on listening to music, and this song came on, and tears just started streaming down my face. When I listen to the the lyrics, Fresh and Anew, and those lyrics are are this. I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to put you through that, but the lyrics, she says, I love you, Lord. Your mercy never fails me. All my days have been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And I started thinking about his mercy. His mercy never fails, never ever fails. I've been held in his hands and I know that. And Then the chorus comes on and says, in all my life, you have been faithful. In all my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And I, I was thinking about his faithfulness during that course. And, and I remember back in 2015 when, when he pulled me through that horrible time of illness, when there, there was times when nobody would have been surprised if I'd died and gone home to, to be with Jesus. But he pulled me through. And I remember when that was over with, and I, I was praying with him and thanking him for the things that he did in me during that time. Again, it took three months to recover. But I also remember praying to him and said, Lord, if it's, uh, if it's okay with you, I'd really like to not to have to go through that again (laughs) and you know he's faithful because I didn't I had that infection again but it wasn't the same kind and I didn't go through what I went through then the near-death experience and all the the pains and trials and everything that I went through at that time he had mercy on me and he kept me from going through that again and that's the faithfulness of God and I just praise him for that and then The song continues and says, I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. In the darkest night, you are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God. And then the song goes on from there. And God is awesome. And we know him as a father. We know him as a friend. And we realize that we have lived in the goodness of God. It just does something on the inside of you. And you can't help but just continually to praise and thank Him for His goodness. Because our God is good. He is so, so good. And we just need to just surrender all of our lives to Him. And just seek after Him more and more with all of our hearts each and every day. And the more we do that, the more we see the goodness of God in our lives. No matter if if we're going through dark times or we're going through wonderful mountaintop times we're going to see the goodness of God. So let me play that song for you now, and I just encourage you to worship God during this song. i God such a powerful song the goodness of God he is good well let's turn to Psalms chapter 27 and here we have David writing another psalm to the father David though he was a king he is somebody we can all relate to none of us are kings right (laughs) but we can relate to to King David and he was the greatest king that Israel ever had But we can relate to him because as we read about his life, we see that, yes, he was a king. Yes, he was anointed by God. But his life was still filled with ups and downs. Just read the Psalms, and you'll see he's up one minute, down the next. Up one minute, down the next. Going through one trial to another. But through it all, he he keeps his focus on God. He always returns his focus right back on God. And I love, I love, I love how transparent the Bible is. God doesn't cover up any of David's sins, such as his adulterous affair with Bathsheba and how he had her husband Uriah killed. You know, David, he was a hot mess at different times in his life, much like many of us. We've all have done things that we aren't proud of. We've all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we look at somebody like King David and we see that he did things, too. You know, he, he messed up, too. He messed up bad. But he always turned to God, repented, and sought to live his life for God all the days of his life. Uh, he wanted every day to count for the glory of God. And as imperfect as David was, he still called a man after God's own heart. Uh, we can see that in 1 Samuel thirteen fourteen when the prophet Samuel is talking to King Saul, and he's telling the king, look, your time's over, God. You've disobeyed God too much. He is now looking for a man after his own heart. He already has this man. David was that man after God's own heart. The apostle Paul even mentions this in in a message that he is sharing in Acts chapter 13, verse 22. And we might think, how could this be? David did all of this, yet he's still a man after God's own heart, Well, his heart was pointed towards God. He had a deep desire to follow God, to do his will, to do everything God wanted him to do. He he was indeed a man after God's own heart. And that gives me great hope, because I know how imperfect I am. I know how many times I've fallen short and how many, you know, the sins that I've made in my lifetime. But when I read about King David, this gives me great hope because I too want to follow God. I also want to do God's will in my life and do everything he wants me to do. And I see how in scripture God forgives and he works through the imperfections that we have in ourselves to create us to be the men and women that he wants us to be. We just need to have a heart for God like David did. David experienced the goodness of God here on earth. And we can too, no matter what we're going through. And David went through some mighty tough times. And all of us have gone through some tough times. Some people go through tougher times than others for whatever reason, I have no idea. But know that as we do, and we turn our hearts to God, and we keep our focus on God, we can experience the goodness of God. Let's read Psalms chapter 27, and then we'll pull out a few verses. It's only 14 verses long. So let's read. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamped against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I have asked the Lord that I will seek after I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Verse 7. Hear, O Lord, when I cry. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, I do seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help. Cast me not off. Forsake me not. O God of my salvation. I like what Pastor C.J. Mahaney, who's the senior pastor at Sovereign Grace Church in Louisville, Kentucky, writes about this chapter. He writes, As the first half of of the psalm describes David's resolve to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord with the people of God, so the second half of the psalm describes David's expectation that he will look upon the goodness of God. This perspective fuels both his admiration of God and affection of God. This holy expectation shapes David's view of his future and is meant to inform our expectations about our futures as well. Let's look at verse one. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When we go through dark times, we go through hard times, and we all do if We're not going through a hard time right now. Just wait. We will. I don't mean to be negative there, but it's life. It's life here in a fallen world. We're going to go through hard times. When we do, we must remember the Lord is my light and my salvation. There's nothing to fear. As I was lying on that hospital bed, feeling like I was feeling, knowing what happened back in 2015, my focus was on Jesus, just like I did back in 2015. His light shined bright in that dark moment. I focused on Jesus being my salvation, knowing that if it goes bad physically, I still have nothing to fear because Jesus has saved me, and I'll go be with him, and there's nothing better than that. When we know that he is our salvation, we don't have to fear no matter what's going on. And I can truly say that I didn't fear this past, last infection, and I didn't fear the first time that I went through it when I almost died because I knew where I was going because Jesus paid the price for me and I, and I believe in him. He is my Savior. He's my Lord. I know he died on that cross and on the third day God raised him from the dead. He is my Lord. He's my everything. So there was no fear in dying because Jesus is my salvation. In those dark moments, we, we just have to realize that he's our peace He's our hope, he's our joy, he's our healer. In 2015, I remember one night specifically thinking, this is it, and all I said was, help me Jesus. Next thing I knew, I was awake and vital signs were perfect, and at that point I knew God's got plans for me to still, still hang around, so he is our light, he is our salvation, he's our everything. And in those dark moments, if we would just focus on Jesus, We will see his goodness, even in the darkness, for his light and his salvation breaks through the darkness. And there's no fear when you're in his presence. No fear whatsoever. It's it's peace, and it's just peace. And we've been in some very dark days the past year, right? I mean with the COVID pandemic and the political issues, the racism and just it just seems like one thing after another riots, protests, all, everything that's been going on, there's been some dark days. Every time you turn on the news or look at the the newspaper or scroll through your favorite news app, every item seems to be death, hatred, mayhem, something about the pandemic. That There's nothing that that's giving you hope. And the world's not going to give us hope. Only Jesus can do that. So what we need to do is focus on him instead of focusing on all the problems out there. You know, Don't be ignorant of the issues we need to know so we know how to pray and know how to respond according to God's word, but we need to be in God's word and focus on him. And let's look at Psalm chapter 27, verse 5, where this is, I think this is a very important verse for the times that we're living in right now. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock trust God. He will protect us. He loves us more than we could ever imagine. So we need to turn our focus on him. David's saying there, he will hide me in in his shelter in the day of trouble. In the day of trouble, God's going to take care of us. He's got us. He's with us. We just need to focus on him. We need to trust him. We need to obey him. And we will see the goodness of God in the midst of our darkest moments. We need to turn all of our cares over to God, all of our concerns, our trouble, our worries, our doubt, our fears. The Apostle Peter writes in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Give Jesus all your cares, and you will see the goodness of God in your life. And that verse right there in 1 Peter chapter 5 just really blows me away every single time I read it. Because Jesus has already done everything, everything. He didn't leave anything out. You know, he paid the price for my sins, for your sins. And he has offered us eternal life. But yet, he still wants us to cast all of our cares on him. He still wants to keep on loving us and keep on caring for us and keep on helping us through this life and keep showing us the goodness of God. God. So it's powerful. Again, all we have to do is obey him. So whatever those cares are, turn them over to him. Let Jesus be in control. Just release it to him. When we release something to him, doesn't mean we don't care about it, but just mean it means, Jesus, I need you. I need you to take this. You be in control and lead me to do what I need to do because I know you'll do your part. So as we go through dark times, Keep our focus on Christ and we'll make it. We'll see life isn't so bleak after all because the world wants to paint these pictures of, man, life is just horrible and everything's falling apart and things may be falling apart. But there's life, life in Jesus because he is life. So again, focus on Jesus and we'll see it's not that bleak. Life isn't that bad. It gets tough, yes, but with Jesus, we'll make it. No matter what's going on, when our hope is placed in Jesus and in Jesus alone, we know we will experience his goodness. And even more important, we will see his goodness in the land of the living. That's verse 13. We will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Think about that for, for a moment. Where is the land of the living? It's not here on earth. We're in a land that's dying. I mean, every day we get closer to our, our death, And we're in a land where where sin has corrupted and, and the wages of sin is death. So where is this land of the living that David said he knows he'll see the goodness of God at? Well, it's heaven. When we trust Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we can be certain that we will be with him for eternity. And when we keep everything in perspective through eternity, then we have no reason to fear. Because we're going to be with him forever. So my question to you this morning is, have you given your life to Jesus? Do you know him as your Lord and Savior? If not, I just encourage you to call out to him today. You can say something like, Lord Jesus, I need you. Forgive me for my sins. Save my soul. I confess that you're my Lord, and I believe that you died on that cross and rose again on the third day. Just call out to him. Pray the best way you know how, and live for him. And if you've done that or if you want to do that, you're still thinking about that, what, whatever the case might be, I encourage you to contact me. Our office number at Love in Action is 334-494-4995, 334-494-4995. Or you can email me at ken.tuck at loveinactionministries.com. tuck at loveinactionministries.com. I'd love to, to talk with you, chat with you, give you some next steps, just don't delay. Call out to Jesus today. And for those of you who are believers, you're going through tough times, God is still good. Just keep your focus, keep your faith, keep your hope in Jesus Christ, and you will see his goodness rise up in the middle of the darkness. His light will break through, his salvation will break through the darkness, and you will see the goodness of God because he is good and he loves you. Thank you all for joining me today. I hope you have a great week coming up. May the Lord bless you and keep you, may he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you, may he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.